Welcome to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes and in Him, amen. And this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. Well, if you've been listening, you know we've been talking about the resurrection and the life. And this is near the end of that series. Now, it was originally recorded in a different time frame, so we've had to break it up over several of these broadcasts. So even though we're going to be talking about Easter coming up, whenever you hear this message, whether it's in the summer, the spring, the fall, the subject of the resurrection is foundational to Christianity. To participate in the show, we invite you to submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Welcome back. We're going to finish up this last series on the resurrection by reading out of Matthew 27 and 28. We just got done with a little glimpse into the crucifixion of Christ. And we're going to start at verse 57. This is Matthew 27, verse 57. At evening time, a rich man from Arimathea arrived. His name was Joseph, and he had become a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked to be given Jesus' body. Pilate assented and ordered his servants to turn Jesus' body over to Joseph. So Joseph took the body, wrapped Jesus in a clean sheath of white linen, and laid Jesus in his own new tomb, which he had carved from a rock. Then he rolled a great stone in front of the tomb's opening, and he went away. Mary Magdalene was there, and so was the other Mary. They sat across from the tomb, watching, remembering. The next day, which is the day after the preparation day, the chief priests and Pharisees went together to Pilate. They reminded him that when Jesus was alive, he had claimed that he would be raised from the dead after three days. So they said, Please order someone to secure the tomb for at least three days. Otherwise, his disciples might sneak in and steal his body away and then claim that he has been raised from the dead. If that happens, then we would have been better off just leaving him alive. Pilate said, You have a guard. Go and secure the grave. So they went to the tomb, sealed the stone in its mouth, and left a guard to keep watch. Now, this is Matthew 28, verse 1. After the Sabbath, as the light of the next day, the first day of the week, crept over Palestine, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to the tomb to keep vigil. Earlier there had been an earthquake. A messenger of the Lord had come down from heaven and had gone to the grave. He rolled away the stone and sat down on top of it. He veritably glowed. He was vibrating with light. His clothes were light. White, like transfiguration, like fresh snow. The soldiers guarding the tomb were terrified. They froze like stone. The messenger spoke to the women, to Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. Don't be afraid. I know you are here keeping watch for Jesus, who was crucified. But Jesus is not here. He was raised, just as he said he would be. Come over to the grave and see for yourself, and then go straight to his disciples and tell them he's been raised from the dead and has gone on to Galilee. You'll find him there, 
Listen carefully to what I'm telling you. Well, the women were both terrified and thrilled, and they quickly left the tomb and went to find the disciples and give them this outstandingly great news. But while they were on their way, they saw Jesus himself. And Jesus greeted the women, saying, Rejoice! Well, the women fell down before him, kissing his feet and worshiping him. And Jesus said, Don't be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. Tell them I will meet them there. As the women were making their way to the disciples, some of the soldiers who had been standing guard by Jesus' tomb recovered themselves, and they went to the city and told the chief priests everything that had happened. The earthquake just after dawn, the heavenly messenger, and his commission to the Marys. The chief priests gathered together all the elders, an emergency conference of sorts. They needed a plan. They decided the simplest course was bribery. They would pay off the guards and order them to say that the disciples had come in the middle of the night and had stolen Jesus' corpse while they slept. The chief priests promised the soldiers they would run interference with the governor so that the soldiers wouldn't be punished for falling asleep when they were supposed to be keeping watch. The guards took the bribe and spread the story around town. And indeed, you can still find people today who will tell you that Jesus did not really rise from the dead, that it was a trick, some sort of sleight of hand. Well, this is Jeff, and I'm going to jump in here from this previously recorded broadcast. And first of all, I want to point out that you can hear way back then, right at the time of Jesus's death and resurrection, there was already this attempt to convince others that he, that being Jesus, the anointed one, did not rise from the dead. Now, we know that's not true. We know that he did actually rise from the dead. How do we know that? Well, first of all, we know because the eyewitnesses, there were eyewitnesses. We know they came back and they said, in astonishment, he's risen from the dead. He is risen indeed. And secondly, we know that these men went on living lives, even to torture, to death, never denying that claim. Now, one of them surely would have denied if it weren't true. We know, we've talked about the, the veracity of the scriptures historically, archaeologically, and the corroboration of non-believing Jews, non-believing Romans, and much more that we could talk about. But the fact is that Jesus Christ is risen today, and the reason that we ultimately can know that is because he made a promise, an eternal promise, to all those who would believe in him. And I'm not just talking about believing somehow without your heart having to turn and confess your sins and believing somehow without you having to live for Jesus. No, I'm talking about the type of belief that starts with repentance, the type of belief that yields one's life to the living Lord, the resurrected Lord. Well, when that happens, the eternal promise is this. Jesus said, if we did that, that he and his Father would come to us and make their home in us. And that the Spirit of Christ is the hope of glory of every believer. Now, when you know that you know that you know that the Lord Jesus is in you, when you have been resurrected to newness of life, when you have been born again, there is no doubt in your mind because you're witnessing 
the very life of Christ. And if Christ died and did not resurrect from the dead, then not only is our faith in vain, but there's no way that we could ever feel what a Christian feels upon uh, being birthed again. Now, let me preface that with this, too, because I want to encourage you, if you're a new believer, sometimes that initial act of faith or that initial uh, confession doesn't feel all that different to some. Some have traumatic confessions, others don't. Why that is, there are many factors, but let me encourage you this. There are many people who have followed him and become fervent believers, but at first they said, boy, it just didn't feel like much happened, but they did have this spark, this mustard seed of growth in their life, this hope that came over them, this slowly, uh, this peace that came about every day, more and more in their life. They gained victory over sin. They no longer had the guilt of their own sins because it was washed away. So whatever you're experiencing now, I want you to walk by faith and not by sight. And the eternal promises of God that are yes and amen in Christ will manifest themselves in you. When we come back after this break, you're going to hear about the appearance of Jesus. Jeff will be back in just a moment with some closing thoughts. Listen to Eternal Promises with Jeff Tobler every weekday or listen online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. Do you have a question for Jeff? Get your question on the show by going to eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll free 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-885-6834. Well, this is Jeff with Eternal Promises, and I want to welcome you to join us in the first annual Rugged Men's Retreat and Conference. You know, it's a time when when men of all ages, starting at 13 up to even in their 90s, can come out and be encouraged and encourage one another. We're going to have great events like archery and times of learning and sharing and teaching around the campfire. We're going to have some featured speakers, great food, and times of encouragement that we might all be the man that God would have us be, men after God's heart. The next event is going to be near Topeka, Kansas, and we welcome you to come. You can go to eternalpromises.org forward slash rugged, or you can email info at eternalpromises.org or call 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And if you feel like giving to the event, we encourage it. We welcome you to join with us so that we can encourage the next generation. To participate in the show, submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll free 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And now, here's your host. Jeff Tobler. Well, welcome back to the program. And as I've been promising you, this has been a multi-part series uh, called The Resurrection and the Life, and it is foundational to your walk, to all of Christianity. Well, we've had to break this up into several sessions. This is the 13th in the series, and we're going to wrap it up here with the appearance of Jesus to the Marys. And I hope you're as excited as I am about this historical encounter and an encounter you too can have in the Spirit. The eleven disciples, having spoken to the Marys, headed to Galilee, to the mountain where they were to meet Jesus. 
Then the disciples saw Jesus there. Many of them fell down and worshipped as Mary and the other Mary had done. But a few hung back. They were not sure, and who can blame them? Jesus came forward and addressed his beloved disciples. I am here speaking with all the authority of God, who has commanded me to give you this commission. Go out and make disciples in all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then disciple them, form them in the practices and postures that I have taught you, and show them how to follow the commands I have laid down for you. And I will be with you day after day to the end of the age. Well, there you have his crucifixion, the fulfillment of the prophecy, and his resurrection from the dead. He showed himself to his disciples, and he brought eternal life to those who would believe, would have faith, and would follow him. So seek him with all your heart. On behalf of all of us at Eternal Promises, thank you for listening. And we encourage you to lay hold of God's promises in your life today by loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes, and in Him, amen. This is a listener-supported broadcast, and your prayers and financial support are appreciated. You can support this ministry online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give or by calling 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. This is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. Eternal Promises Radio is produced by Eternal Promises Ministries. You're listening to Eternal Promises Radio with Jeff Tobler.